Welcome to another edition of Top Lines and Tales. This week we're sponsored by Harbro, manufacturers and suppliers of quality livestock nutrition. Again this week I'm delighted to have our special guest host Kaylee Kennedy chatting with the younger generation. Uh, welcome to another edition of Top Lines and Tales, where this week I'm speaking to young sheep enthusiast Jack Buckle from the from the northeast over near Kirby Stephen. He runs Swales, Blueface Lester's, Mules, Texel Cross Sheep, Beltex, along with his brother Tom and their father Kevin. How are you doing, Jack? You all right? Yeah, you. Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, so, Buckles Farm, where you live, I naively thought Buckles Farm was named after the Buckles boys, but you say your grandfather was the first to move to Buckles Farm. Yeah, what a what a coincidence, that is, really. Um, yeah, granddad's, granddad moved in 1947, he started renting the farm in 1947, um, and then he bought it, decided to buy it in 1979, and yeah, it's been in... It's been in ever since, really. Grand, good, and uh, and so swales that you're running there mostly. You've got kind of different tiers of you've got hill and then kind of moving down to better ground. But the the swales will have been there since your granddad was there. Would that be right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's very enthusiastic, really, back in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and so bringing your own uh, mules as well, and then putting them to Texels. Um, but you sell some swale tops too, so you did quite well last year at at some of the sales. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was our best achievement to date with the swales. We sold we sold Buckles Fury for the first eight thousand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, personal best, personal best. So, Grant, yeah. can you remember we, how he was bred then? What was the bin behind him? Yeah, it was by uh, West Briscoe Ram. We paid sixteen thousand for two years before, um, and his mother was a health back. Ah, right. So good that that, that top's kind of making his money back for you already. That's a good goal. Yeah, I know. He, he did well, but then we blew it all the next game, boss. And uh, our start up for 16000 So, yeah, bring negative equity. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be done. Got to invest to make it, though, haven't you? And uh, and so you're breeding, using the swales, putting Blueface Lester on them to, to breed your mules so that will form a main part of your flock. Uh, putting texels on them, and you were saying you sell a lot of yow lambs over to France. Yeah, we've got a bit of a stratified system up here with with land varying from from right at the top of the fell where the swales are, right further down. So yeah, um, we've got our we've got our cross swales breeding with mules. Um, we sell we sell quite a few of them, but keep most of them for our own breeding. Um, and then the mules, yeah, the mules be to put to the put to the texel tub. And they breed our Texel Cross mules, ewe lambs, um, which we sell over to France. Yeah, and have you been doing that for a while? Yeah, it's, yeah, it'll be about nine years ago since we started, and it's just seemed to expand ever since, really. The, the market over there, the, I don't know whether the French sheep over there just aren't as good as the English sheep, I'm just not sure. Yeah. Um, but we're, they can't get enough of them, really. Well, that's good news for you. And, of course, you're, you're scrapey monitored, um, so that helps with all the, the recent regulations that have come in. So you'll have no no worries about that. You can still sell to the market across there, can't you? Yeah, it's a bit of a godsend, really. Um, we've, we've, been in for, yeah, we've been in for quite a few years now, really. And, yeah, it just makes our shape more. Yeah, it keeps the markets open, for sure. Um, yes, it does, yeah. And so a lot of folk these days will probably know you for your Beltex uh, stock. You do very well with your, both your Buckles flock and then you and Tom have got your own Broxty flock as well. Um, so, and you said you you started after foot and mouth disease when your dad, Kevin, went across to Belgium and came home with a few. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'd run a few commercial Beltex just tubs, tubbing the mule. Yeah, I was really before then. Anyways, we were wiped, badly wiped out with, with foot and mouth in 2001. Um, so, yeah, we, we decided, Dad decided, yeah, we'll go go over and see what it's all about. Maybe try and try and breed a few. So, he went and bought six six of his first sheep from um, Donia de Jardin and Christophe Ledant. Yeah. And, that's that's where it all started, really. Grant, and can you remember much about then? What was the attraction of them? Just the uh, double muslin, really. That's uh, back in them days. Beltex were weren't known at all around around these areas. It was just a a swaledale and swaledale meal world around yeah. there. <laughs> White face sheep weren't yeah weren't anything. So so yeah, we that got a few strange looks when we brought them in years <laughs> can ago. Imagine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and uh, and it gone strength from strength, and some of those Belgian lines will still feature in the flock today. Yes, they do. Yeah, in our streets. Yeah, but still, if you look back, look back years, years and years and generations are still, they're still there, really. Yeah, they are. yeah, and um, and you've had quite a lot of successes with them as well. So you'll have won quite a few in the local circuit, Cockermouth, um, your local Bruff show. But your first big success, I think, was uh, the Yorkshire show with College Adele. Yeah, that was the first major interbreed we've we've ever won. I was yeah, it was someday was that. Yeah, <laughs> remember. And she was a she was a one crop year at the time, but what a yow she is. She uh, I remember seeing her a couple of years later, and she's she's a big strapping lass, isn't she? Yeah, she's yeah. Don't see many like her really. <laughs> no. Um, and so you did you would you say you got kind of lucky picking her up at the at Ted Fox's sale the previous year? Yeah, well, mind you, she looked dear at the time. Um, <laughs> she looked at, she looked dear the year after when she didn't push anything as well. But um, <laughs> we managed to get lucky, and we managed to get a good couple of good pushes out of the year after, which which hasn't half helped out our flock now. Yeah, yeah. Probably the strongest batch of gimmick we've ever had this time, and with a big big proportion of them all being out of the dells. So yeah, no, hopefully he's right prepared us. Repair, does. Ah, good. Well, maybe we'll just say she was a late starter, will she? <laughs> <laughs> like that, like Ted. Like Ted. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you've had success north of the border as well, haven't you? You were, you said you were one of the the first ever English champions at the Highland Show. Yeah, with the Beltex. Yeah, went up, went up with Broxy Whisper, one of one of mine and Tom's own. Nicky Machine with and the Irish judge win, the crab was judging in the air. We placed Nicky Machine class men on to female champion men won. Oh, uh, the breed champion, the yeah, I bet that was some day for you as well, especially being you and uh, Tom's breeding. Yes, yeah, definitely. Now that was that was one of the days to remember as well. Yeah. Some, and the the sh- <laughs> I can just imagine. And she was a good breeder for you as well though, wasn't she? She, she did well really. Um we flushed her that's awesome. To be honest, flushed five eggs. Um, we might get two lambs out of it. Uh, one was Broxy Boxer. One was Broxy Bruiser. Yes, we saw Boxer that uh, year uh, beating the previous record. I think it was set at 12,000. We were beating to 25,000 sold. And we sold him to Andrew Wood down in Preston. Um, who's his personal sales next week. Um, and then, yes, we sold... Um, Bruiser for three and a half thousand a year after we kept him as a shearing as we thought it would grow out better shearing and we sold him to Andrea Bailey for three and a half thousand a year after so and um, yeah no she did well very well with 
Aye, making up for only getting two eggs out of her, two, two live lambs. <laughs> maybe, maybe a female would have been better as well, just to keep the line going. But, of course. Uh, of course. And, yeah, good, is it? No, exactly, not with sheep anyway. And uh, as you say, Boxer, it's sold down to, to AJ with, with the trees. He made quite a, a mark there as well, so that'll be good for you lads, seeing your breeding do so well. Yes, yeah, no, we've, we've bought, we've bought many female back, either by him or grand, granddaughters to him, because, yeah, we were, his, his mother was probably one of the, one of the nicest humans I think we've, we've had for a, for a while on the farm, really, so it was good, good to hear some, some breeding back by her, out of her, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we use Boxer in our flock as well uh, for our first year, and he, he did leave a good stamp, that's for sure, you can tell his, his females, that's for definite. Yeah, no, it's a proper belt. It's a real, real nice head and muscle, muscle everywhere. Yeah, what belt is about, really. Exactly, nice, nice sparky heads on them, aren't they? Yes, yeah, yeah. He's always forward. Yeah. He is and as as far as years go, I think twenty nineteen would take some beating. Um, you did well back at the the Yorkshire show, didn't you? With dark intentions. Yeah, it all started. All started the Yorkshire show, really. Well, actually, no, it all started at uh, the Cumberland show. We're overall overall champion of the Cumberland show and interbreed that year with Desire. Yeah. Um, across Desire, and um, went on to the Yorkshire show after that, and we were champion overall champion of the Yorkshire show uh, with Buckles Dark Intentions. Dark Intentions. He brought some sort of old breeding and back in, didn't he? He was by Glantron Norris, and I think I remember your dad telling me that that was a, a bit of a luck penny. He got given some semen as luck penny, and that was just a bit of chance that he, he managed to get that. Yeah, yeah, and I was judging down in Cornwall, and he put the he put a Tuck champion down there, which we he buying privately, and uh, the person we bought it off had some Norwich semen left, so I said, oh, try and get, try, try and get a couple of doses for luck. <laughs> Anyways, he, he managed to, yeah. so uh, uh, it was a job well done, really. I too, right, good bartering skills there. And, uh, and so Dark Contentions, he went on and made 11,000 at Carlisle, um, but he was he was passed by another one of your tops that sold for 30,000, wasn't he? Yeah, um, Daft on, yeah, no, he was a he was a boy in, in twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, and he sold to Alfie Taylor at Heathery Hall, and gosh, he's fairly made his mark there. He's he sold lambs privately to fifteen thousand and ten thousand, I think. So yeah, um, when he back in his first year of breeding, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> the last time. It takes all in one year to get your money back, and I know that exactly. No, he's done well out of him, that's for sure. Um, but I mean, the big prices didn't stop there for you in 2019. You sold Einstein, um, a lamb for 11,000, and you also sold another one private for for a half share for 30,000, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we sold sold espresso privately before before the sale. Um, hey, went Andrew Wood as well to to AJ. Um, you look, you're gonna see his sheet next week. You'll see what a, what what a nice stamp he's got on his lambs from this. Um, yeah, we kept kept our share and. We've got a lovely, lovely game going to be off to show next week by him uh, and the game as well. Yeah. So he's, he's done well. Yeah. yeah. And so over the years, is there is there any Beltex that you've seen on the circuit or at sales that you've thought, God, that's a, a good stamp? Any that you've admired? Yeah, Stuart Wood was a great champion with the Gimmer of Ireland show. If you oh, can't remember in the name, uh, she, she, looked, she, looked, she was a lovely thing, was that? That was City Girl. She was a picture, wasn't she? Yes, yeah. yeah. She had her presence about. She, was, she just looked like a champion. She was 
She was, yeah, she was a bit like when we won with Whisper. She just she had her ears forward she had a bit of a, you know, let it go. She had that spark, spark yeah. look out of her. Yeah, you could tell she was. Special. Yeah, that's it. No, you, you, if they if they know that they're worth it, then that goes a long way in the show ring, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. No. And so, like, you've had your your big successes with selling tops over the years, but you do well selling females as well. You're probably quite well known for selling strong female lines, and one of them was Baby Bell, uh, which actually sold to Stuart Wood, and she's left a good stamp for him as well, hasn't she? Yes. Yeah. No, Baby Bell. She was a we got a good we got a good flush from Woody's Natasha and um, and we were quite on the ground so we decided oh we'll we'll sell the best one of them um, so we sold sold Baby Bell at the beauty sale for seven and a half thousand yeah she's she's left a mark definitely left left a mark yeah I know she's done well and and you've had other ones as well was it just last year you sold Emily for five and a half yeah Emily she sold to the to be asked she was flopped for five and a half yeah yeah I think they were very happy with her yeah. Yeah, no, it's always good to see them going on and doing well. And so, Jack, you've had uh, a couple of female lines that have done really well for you over the years. What about any sires that have helped shape the flock? Uh, probably one of the main ones years ago, a tub called Newton Leo. Um, we bought him for, for 3000 yeah, back years and years ago, the L Regis. Um, and he def- definitely has been the biggest biggest influence of, of rams we've, we've ever used. Um, he'll be in... I would say being about ninety percent of the flock of yows is just yeah, he's in he's in everything. We're still using great grandsons by him, you know. It's it's he's he was probably main one that was that put you on the map. And what was it that you left then? Was it a good stamp? What did he do for you? Just tight skins, blue and plenty of bum, plenty of muscle. <laughs> what it's all uh, about? Which is yeah, you still see some of the tubs we sell this time. You can still see see him in them. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, good to know. And more recently, has there been any others that have kind of done as well for you, or would it be hard to beat that Newton Leo? I don't know. We bought it. We bought two or three tubs from the Art Stewart flock, which have which have done very very well for us, including well Super Mario. Yeah, Super Mario crossed very well uh, onto onto a lot of a lot of our Yowzy crossed very well. And then the more recently, we bought uh, Armani. Yeah. It was obviously the father of Back Dawn. Um, and plenty, plenty of other tubs over the over the last few years. Really, he's been he's been a very influential tub. He just yeah, he died too soon. Ah uh, well, like God, like God, exactly. Well, hopefully, you've got plenty in the tank from him. <laughs> it's getting less. It's getting. Less. <laughs> I mean, the Beltex. I think it's fair to say has kind of changed over the years while it's been in the country since the, the late eighties. But what is it that that you like about the Beltex so much now? Uh, it's, it's just, just how unique, unique they are, really. They're, they're, they're like no other breed of sheep. They've got this double muslin tree, which you can't find anywhere else. Um, I don't know. The breed itself seems to be getting bigger and bigger every year, which which is fair enough. The, the modern the modern commercial man is wanting a bigger, bigger sheep, but people just can't can't forget where it all started. Bells, it's a double muslin, really. Um, Whatever we do, we can't lose. Can't lose what the what the breed is meant for. Really, it's all about yeah. I mean, one thing that I've noticed is there is a Beltex for every job. You know, people want a bigger oh. one for going on mules. They want a smaller one to breed the good prime lambs. But they're all there, aren't they? Yes, yeah. There's there's, there's plenty of different types of Beltex. Yeah. And, and so sticking with 2019, and it wasn't just Beltex that you were doing well with in the show ring. Uh, your first time at the Yorkshire show with Blueface Leicesters, and you got champion and reserve, no less. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah Happy days. And uh, they're a relatively new venture for you, aren't they? I was sort of messing about with them years ago, and, but I've never really thought I'm getting into it fully. Um, I bought my first first skimmer off from Midlocks for uh, three and a half thousand in about the about 2015, 2016, um, and I just yeah never really got into a job properly. I took it to took it to my granddad's granddad's beer after go get tupped um, to one of his stock tubs, and that bred me surely out really after that. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't a very good flush at the time, but um, she went out and won the Yorkshire show with her, with her in 2019, um, and then decided to go to try to be further. So we went and bought a good stock up in in Tottenham that autumn, uh, three thousand. That was maybe the same one. And so we we flushed the bend. Um, she decided to drop twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's, that's how it all started, really. The yeah, last few years, it's just been just been full of our breeding. Yeah, it just taken off. And you, you've probably been quite lucky then with the, the start that you had because your, your granddad, Porter's at Riddings, quite well known in the breed as well. So you'll have had some, some good pointers along the way from him. Yeah, I've been mentored, right, definitely. <laughs> and uh, and you've done well selling too. Yeah, yeah. First, first ever go to horse. Uh, I took four lambs, four four full brothers out of out of my show. Yeah, when by uh, one, uh, I didn't really know what to expect. We were, yeah, didn't have a clue really. It was uh, no, I sold very very well. Top of top of six thousand eight hundred. Uh, me at the four average three thousand seven hundred. Um, uh, no. Couldn't wish for anything better. Best start. Exactly. As far as starts go in a breed, I don't think you can top that, can you? <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. And so, what are there some that you've admired in the show ring? Like you said about Woody City Girl and the Beltex world. What about any blue faces along the way? Yeah, it was a lovely. It was a lovely in Champion Island show a few years ago from Fort Bridge. Uh, yeah. She's a fantastic shape. Real. Real, real sharp colours and yeah, I'm gonna need the bloody me flock yet, but no, I would. I quite like, quite like some in the in yeah. the coming years, really. No, yeah. if you got plenty of time ahead for that, and and you know, having Beltex and Blueface Lester's, they probably couldn't be any more contrasting in in looks. Um, they both obviously got their very important roles in the sheep industry in the UK. What's the attraction with you for the Blueface Lester's? What made you want to get into them? They're just such a good shape to be round, really. There's, there's, there's nothing better than going to a field and you see, see your flock of gimmers or your flock of lambs or anything like that and coming towards you. Just, yeah, there's no, there's no better sight, really. I wouldn't think. Uh, yeah. The ears are going for like, all about the ears with them. You need, you need a good set of ears on the sheep. But, yeah. Um, yeah. You can't have better than Leicester's ears. Yeah. And they, they do enjoy a bit of sunbathing too, don't you? I do quite like seeing them in the fields doing their sunbathing. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do. And is is the plan then to start to start using your own blues on your swales for your own mule production as well? Yeah, no, that's that's the plan with them. Hopefully, the numbers numbers will start increasing over the next few years, and um, with our swales as well. And hopefully, get to the point where we don't need to really buy tubs in, just be all stocked up every yeah. every year or every other year. And hopefully, hopefully, breed our breed our own after that, and use them. Um, you know what you're getting then if you if you keep using your 
proven bloodlines over time. You sort of you know what's going to get well and what really isn't after that. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of a bit of a lottery, That's a lottery it. pick if you buy one. That's it. And a lot of these these Sheerland Blueface Leicester buyers, they like knowing that the, the tup's already been used on on yows to produce mules that have done well at yow lamb sales. So it all kind of works in quite nicely for you, doesn't it? Yeah, no, definitely 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it's not just kind of you recently that's brought in the successes because your dad, Kevin, was the, the Northern Farmer Sheep Farmer of the Year back in that famous 2019 for you. How did that all come about? Yeah, well, to be honest, we don't have a clue, really. <laughs> someone, someone nominated us. It'll still to this day, we don't know who nominated us. Um, no, if I'd like to tell us, it would be good, but no. <laughs> Nobody no, would I still know. don't know. Um, uh, no, it was, a great, it was a good night, great night, uh, great achievement. And yeah, just a shame it was in the middle of lambing time. And yeah, the next day wasn't very fun. I can imagine, I can imagine. But, but a fair accolade to add to your, to your busy year that year. Um, and you, yes, definitely. You, yeah, you've got, got Buckles Genetics heading abroad as well. You're some of the first uh, British genetics to head to New Zealand for a long time. Yeah, just uh, just a few years ago, the the doors opened up to let to start letting genetics from different countries into New Zealand again. First time since oh, I think it could have been early seventies, I maybe think. Um, yeah. And yeah, we were approached by a nice couple um, who came over to. To save a flock, uh, they hand-picked, hand-picked 25 yows out uh, for us to flush, do a flush and freeze program for them, uh, resulting in 200 embryos we ended up getting, uh, which, yeah, which went and started uh, Beltex New Zealand, which has been a massive success for them, I think. Yeah, they certainly have. Um, seen top lambs selling up to about $27,000 a, a couple of years back. So, yeah, they seem to be taking off, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Our the embryos are looking cheap now, I would think. <laughs> yeah, you'll need to do another batch for them soon. <laughs> Not just sheep on the go at, at Buckles and Brocks, is it? You've got uh, some hen houses as well. Yeah, yeah, we run uh, run 32,000 free-range hens uh, on, the, on the other farm at Brocksty. Uh, we bought Brocksty, it's our neighbouring farm, about nine years ago now, and it was struggling to make the money what it should have been doing really uh, so we decided we needed to diversify and we, we looked into a few things and and we liked like the figures and like the numbers on on chickens so we decided to go for go for it and yeah never looked back we've uh, we built the first 16,000 units it'd be seven years ago now yeah and then doubled up to 32 thereafter so fairly taken off the the hen houses and still going strong as well yeah, no, flying, no, really, really enjoying it, really enjoying it. Good, good, a bit different. And uh, looking ahead, we've got, uh, well, it'll be the second proper show of the season for, for some of us, but the Yorkshire show next week, and you've got a bit of a team going to that as well. Yeah, we've got uh, five Beltex and four Blues going. Uh, the Beltex, uh, they're looking to be a pretty strong team, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Three, three Gimmers, one lamb and one gimme lamb and then the blues is three gimmers and one yow with them so fingers crossed fingers crossed for a good week yeah you'd be hoping for another repeat of 2019 wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would be nice but i don't think we can do it 10 years yeah and it's it's going to be it's going to be good to get back to show isn't it they were certainly been missed for the last 18 months haven't they Oh, definitely. I don't <laughs> I think I forgot how to show a shape. <laughs> I've certainly forgotten how to dress them. It takes a bit of going, doesn't it? 
<laughs> it does, yeah. If, uh, first goal over is just a bit a bit dodgy, really. But <laughs> yeah, that's it. And and uh, have you got any favourite shows in the on the circuit? The the Yorkshire's bound to be up there. But what about some of your local shows? Yeah, we have a, a little show right next to it called Bruff Show. Uh, we try. We tend to. We tend to try and go there every year. It's just a just a nice little show, really. <laughs> Grand. <laughs> and uh, well, I think that's us, Jack. So thank you very much for your time, and uh, we'll see you at the Yorkshire next week for a beer or two. And good luck. Yes, no, definitely. No, same to you. Same to you. <laughs> Grand. We'll see you there. Thanks very much, Jack. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast, which was kindly sponsored by Harbro, suppliers of quality commercial and pedigree feeds and expert nutritional advice. Visit their website or find them on Facebook for more information. And while on the subject of Facebook, why don't you visit the Top Lines and Tales Facebook page, where you'll find photographs and more information to back up this episode.